Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yo, don't you know it's time? You know, you know those guys. The ones you trust in the clutch, they the go-to guys. One name's on your mind when the game's on the line. The ones you trust in the clutch, they the go-to guys. Yo. Legends never die. Oh. 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 Yo! What is going on, everybody? Your boy Space is here in the building, man. And I feel good to be back. How y'all feeling out there? I hope y'all over there yelling at me like, boy, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> Facts. But make sure you pull out them phones right now. Follow me on my social media platform. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. Go ahead. Follow the GoTo Guys at GoTo Guys Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, we like to welcome all of our listeners from the Underhood Podcast with Sir Jonathan Hood. Who, who, who? We thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all already know what it is, man. Shout out to everybody that's rocking with your boy, man. Rest in peace to my homie, man. I've been thinking about him lately, man. All my memories coming through, and. Me and MC will be doing a lot right now, and to hear his voice continue on the intro, it just does me well. So, shout out to my man, MC. We love you, bro. We here. We thinking about you, man. You'll never be forgotten. But real quick, let me give my shout-outs, my other shout-outs out real quick. Huh. Shout out wifey and the kids. Everything I do, I do for y'all. Lay Doc, Nana, Poppy, what it is. Shout out to my girl, Candy Girl. She always looking out for me. You already know, know what it is. So shout out, Candy. Shout out, Jay Hood. Man, I just feel good today. I feel blessed to be here and able to do what I love to do. Today, I'm going to talk about some sports. Normally, I would do my show a little different. But I got a guest that's going to join me for the second half of the show. So I'm going to save some things for later. But I'm going to start off talking about some White Sox who are playing right now. I'm going to talk about the Sox. We're going to talk a little fight. You know, the big fight that's coming up. If you don't know, I ain't going to tell you right now. And then we also going to do a little what was he thinking before my guest joined me. So just be prepared for that. Keep your socks on. Don't go nowhere. Let's get into this White Sox talk. What is happening with my boys? They are losing right now to the Royals 4-1 to in the bottom of the fourth. It, it, excuse me, the top of the fourth. It's actually crazy because the Royals are, let's just say, supposed to be the bottom of the barrel. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that division, our division, they're supposed to be the worst team in baseball. But they've always played the Sox tough. That's what you can always say. You know, I think of it like football is my favorite sport. So the way I think about it is the Bears. When it comes to the Bears, we always play Green Bay tough. You know, sometimes it pisses me off because it hasn't been the case as of late. But back in the Erlacher days, the Lance Brig days, even having a terrible quarterback, we've always played them tough. So that's how I look at with the Royals. Their record is only 14 and 22. We're sitting here almost at 500 at 18 and 19. But the series is right now tied 2-2, two to two, and obviously the Royals is coming to play, man. The, the score, like I said, is 4-1. to one. Uh, They hit a two-run home run in the first. Shout out to uh, Hunter Dozier who hit that bomb. Uh, you know, then Nicky Lopez got a uh, RBI in the third, or excuse me, in the second, so they scored again. Luis Robert knocked in our only run in the third. What is happening right now? I... 
I expected a lot more offense when Vaughn came back. You know, so Vaughn has been, you know, battling an injury, but he's back in the lineup. So I expected a lot more offense to to be a pitcher and to have to face Tim Anderson, who's red hot, just absolutely red hot. And to have to face him, Johan Mankata, and he's been struggling ever since he came back. You know, he's batting like one for 18, 19 now since he came back from injury. It's only like his third or fourth game. So, you know, you got to give him some time. But Johan was killing down in the minors. So I expect you to come back up here and bring that same type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Don't decrease now that you're up here. No, keep that flow, man. Keep that same. But then you got Luis Robert, who is just red hot. Now, he kind of cooled down a little bit. But today, he's starting out hot with two at-bats. He's already got a hit and an RBI. So, you know, you can't complain. Here is... The nail biter right here. My dog, Jose Abreu. What is happening? I'm hearing all types of things. You know, the and, and I'm I'm not the one to spread rumors, but I've heard it, you know. <laughs> the Cubans, you know, they the the you, we don't know his correct age. So maybe his age is showing right now. Maybe he's a little older, maybe closer to 40 than to 35, like we expect. But I don't know what's happening. I love the fact that he's hitting the ball hard. That's the one thing you can't say. He is crushing the ball. I mean, if you look at the velocity that it comes off the bat, it's at about 105, 103, and it's, so it's just jumping off the bat. So he's crushing the ball. He's not striking out a whole lot, and today he's got two walks. So, you know, he's doing good at the DH, but his hitting has been I think he got like three home runs, and that's not something that we're used to seeing from Jose at with already almost 40 games played. So I, I'm just a little attacked. I'm not worried. Let me say that. I'm not worried as a fan. Um, as a realist, though, I am. I know it's early. The main thing we have to do as Sox fans is not panic. Don't panic. You know what I'm saying? Lance Lynn has been out. Uh, he should have. He should be making his return real soon. We just got Giolito back last. Uh, he pitched his first game yesterday, which he he lost. But, you know, he he did okay for his first game back. So we're starting to get back healthy. Like I said, we just got Vaughn back. So you're expecting a little more. So it's not time to panic. But you do want the boys to play with a little sense of urgency. You know, we need to beat who we need to beat. So if, if we're playing the Royals, we need to beat beat the Royals, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're not the cream of the crop. They're not the best team. We, we need to beat the Royals. We need to beat the teams that we can beat. And with that being this, with that being said, the Sox have just scored. So now the score is three to four. And I need to see how that happened. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, boys. Get it together, man. There's somebody else that's been disappointing me. Pollock. He's been a solid hitter everywhere he's been. The problem is he's just, he just can't stay on the field. He's not healthy enough. And so when he's healthy, though, I expect big things from him. I expect big numbers. But he just hasn't been doing it as of late. You know, I don't know what's got to happen, but you got you to gotta come and bring it over here. You know, same thing as Josh Harrison. He's not striking out a whole lot. He's hitting the ball, but he's not getting hits. Uh, it doesn't matter to me if you can hit the ball, if you don't strike out. If you're still getting out, it's still an out. Bottom line, it's still out. You got to find a way to get on base. Either that's walk, which the White Sox are 
the lowest in the league when it comes to walks. That's just terrible. Last year, we were sitting around seventh for the season and walks. And this year, we're, we're the least team to get walks. I mean, you got to take a pitch. I, I like the fact that the guys are aggressive, but you got to learn how to take a pitch and do what's good for the team. The pitch that we're facing right now, he's struggling. He's been uh, – he's normally he's normally faced the White Sox, and he's been good, but uh, he's been struggling. It looks like they just made a pitching change right now. After three innings, he's already gave up five hits, three errors, five walks. <laughs> now, he do, does have three strikeouts, but five walks after just four innings. So, you know, and not even – he didn't even make it through the fourth. So, you know, they already made a switch. It's not good. But it's great for the Sox. That's all I can say. Absolutely great for the Sox. So, once again, I'm your boy Space. Talking a little White Sox right now. White Sox are currently battling the Royals out there in Kansas City. The score is 3-4. to four. One more thing that I just must state before I switch topics. Tony La Russa. I like Tony. I do like Tony. I must say, when we got him, I didn't. I'm just, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I wasn't a fan. But Tony has proven that he might be the guy for the job. He's good for he's good with the young guys, which was my concern. He's good with uh, he's good with the older guys. They they appear to like him. What I'm worried about is it's some calls that he make. It's like you know you left a guy in too long, and, and managers tend to do that. You're going to do that over a season, but some things it's like there's no reason you should do this. You know, just getting a guy back from injury. There's no reason you got to push him so many innings. You know, let him pitch an inning or two. Let him get his legs up under him and then take him out. If it's showing that he's struggling, don't say, no, I'm not going to go to my other guys. I'm going to save him for the rest of the series. No, worry about this game. At that time, the White Sox were only down two runs. And it was the bottom of the seventh, but you got two more innings to score two. Are you giving up already? It's something right there is just a little off. I don't know if the his age is catching up. I don't know. We're talking about a Hall of Fame manager. So I, I trust his decision. And again, I have bought into Tony. I just know whatever is going on, he got to get it together. And with that being said, getting it together, Grandal, get it together, man. I mean, I hate to say it. People have said you're a DH playing catcher, but that's exactly what he looks like back there. It don't look like you can catch a thing when you're getting plays at home. You're still wearing your mask. What is going on? I like Reese McGuire, though. He's a young kid that's showing that he's ready for the moment. Uh, He got a hit already in today's game, two at-bats. So I like Reese McGuire. I mean, I can't wait for his bat to really get back, really get going, and I can really see what he can do. But I'm loving his catching ability. He has a nice arm to throw people out. And he, he can catch behind the plate. That's what matters. Stopping the ball and catching. Sometimes Grandal cannot do that. He he, he really does uh, suffer behind the bat, uh, behind the plate. And his bat has not been what it's supposed to be. He takes walks, which is good. I love the fact that he can take a walk, but he hasn't been hitting like we expected. You got to hit more home runs than I think he has two now. You got to hit more than two. You know, you're a big left-handed bat, so we're expecting a lot more from the offense. And that just goes for the whole team. It's time to get going, boys. Time to get rolling. Once again, I'm your boy Space. The current score in that game is still 3-4 to four in the top of the fourth. And that has been the end of your first quarter on the White Sox Talk. Woo! When I come back, 
I got to just shed your light, some light on a small situation. I don't know if you heard what Sir Charles said yesterday, but I got to just get into it a little bit. I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but that's next here on your boys, the go-to guys with your boy Space. Facts. Did you just see that? Man, that was crazy. Seriously? <laughs> I know, right? can't believe that just happened. Me neither. I'm in awe. I just got one question. What's good? What, what were they, were they thinking? thinking? Uh. Yo! I am back in the building for our second quarter, man. Let's get to it. Once again, I'm your boy Space. Follow me on my social media platforms. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space and on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow the go to guys at go to guys radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, we'd like to welcome all of our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast with Sir Jonathan Hood. Who, who, we thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all already know what it is. Man, oh, I don't know if you heard yesterday, but my man, Sir. Charles, he be on 10. I'm going to just say that. Don't nobody get away with stuff like Sir Charles. I I don't know who else could have said this and it not been a huge thing all over sports. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, was I the only one that, that, that heard this? I know I couldn't have been, but this is absolutely crazy. I mean, I love my dog. Idol. Idol. Look up to him. And I get him. I get why he said it, but still, is it okay to say it? <laughs> Some fans was out there hackling Charles Barkley. Let me set the mood. He was hackling Charles Barkley while they were about to go on the set. You know, Charles was there with D-Wade, Shaq. He had Kenny with him uh, and Ernie, you know, of course, EJ, the GOAT. So all of them was right there on the set getting ready to go live. And some fans was kind of hackling him. And this was Sir Charles' response. Take a listen. (laughs) Did you hear what I just played? I mean, Sir Charles, what is going on? Just like that, just like that, Chuck. I mean, you know, if a can was going on, you have no, no shame in it. If you don't leave me alone, I'm gonna come to your house and I'm gonna do something. Not to you, but to somebody else in your house. How do you tell somebody that? How do you even fix your mouth to look at it? You don't even know this person. Now, granted, the fans have been OC this year. I'm not gonna even lie to you. They have been. Let me take that back. Not just this year. <laughs> since since COVID, the fans have been on 10. And they have been throwing stuff at people. I mean, and that used to happen back in the day, but more with more regularity right now. They're throwing stuff. They're a lot more aggressive. You see the issue with Chris Paul, how, how the fans got into it with his mom and his wife was fighting his family while he in the game. 
I wish I would see somebody out there swinging on my mama while I'm in a game. Y'all better take me out. You better take me out because if you don't take me out, you're just going to be a man short. Period. You know what I'm saying? So fans have been off the chain. They have been fighting themselves. There was a big brawl that broke out at the Cubs-White Sox game, but it was just between some cubbies. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want this smoke with the Southsiders. They didn't want none of this smoke. You know what I'm saying? They were over there brawling. It's been some crazy things happening in sports when it comes to the fans. But, <laughs> I mean, and I've heard I've heard Kyrie say some things. I've heard him go and, and go, go in on some fam, fans. Chris Paul told the fan, hey, I'm going to see you outside. No, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to see you outside. You know what I'm saying? I've heard people are getting tired of Russell Westbrook. You know, when the whole thing was going around, people was calling him Russell Westbrook. You know, that that heat in L.A., man, is tough. You in a big city over there. You ain't in OKC. You ain't in Houston. It's, it's, it's tough over there in L.A. They see us about that. So when you wasn't playing up to the standard they expected, it, it got to you. And Westbrook got into it with some fans. So I get it. The fans do have to have a filter. I, they sometimes they go too far, but Sir Charles, he, he the only one I know who can get away with saying this. Just like that, I just I don't know. I don't know, man. Let me know what you think about that. Send me a message to my social media platform. Send me a message. At I am the real space. I gotta know what you are thinking. I mean, are you as shocked and and all as I am? <laughs> I've heard some things, and I've heard some things come out of his mouth. But that one was awesome. Top ten, top ten he has ever said. And once again, I'm your boy Space. I just wrapped up the "What Were You Thinking" segment. I'm about to go ahead and talk a little bit about this fight that's coming up or should I, I mean should I call it a fight it's supposed to be a fight a celebrity boxing match between Black China and Alyssa Megan now now I don't know if you've seen the way is let me let me tell you this Black China is she's a little stout you know she's a short maybe five foot young lady but she's thick you know what I'm saying she's thick she's kind of stout and and you know got 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 somebody to her. I ain't gonna lie to her. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. She got the what they call it. They they call it the Eve, the Eva. <laughs> She's wearing rocking the Eva Bob. You know what I'm saying? Eva from uh uh Auntie Edna, Auntie Edna from, from the Incredibles. She's rocking the Edna Bob. She got it going on right now. You know. So, but this other. I don't know who she was. She's an Instagram model. Alyssa Megan. I don't know where she came from. I don't know who she is. I don't know who's been training her or what they've been feeding her. But she looked like she is about to tear Black China up. She, I got my, I'm trying to place a bet right now. I wish we could place it in. I, I, I guess we can. But I got my money on the Instagram star. I'm, I'm riding with Alyssa Megan. I, I'm not finna pay for the fight. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not finna pay for this pay-per-view price. I'm not doing that. But I got my money on the Instagram star. Cause I just 
She's tatted up everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So she she's fit to build. She's a little cute, a little rough, you know. Look, uh, I might say something to her. She look like she gonna say what? And I'll be like, no, nah, I wasn't talking to you. I'm talking. I'll be buying you the big guy. You know what I'm saying? She look like she a little tough over there. But I, man, I hope somebody is training China. I hope somebody is actually putting in some work with this girl. Because if she don't come with the hands. I think Alyssa is about to tear her off. Let me know who you got in that fight. I, man, I'm just, who next? Who is next, though? That's my question. Who's next? You know, Paul done stopped fighting for a little while. Logan Paul, Jake Paul, they, they done stopped. But now these celebrities want to fight. Who is next? Is it just pick the person you've been wanting to fight and, and set it up time? You know what I'm saying? Can I just say, hey, man, I got a beef with you, Stephen A. You know, call you. I got a beef. Can we do the celebrity boxing match? You know, can I get 100K? You can keep whatever else. Can I get 100K? Is this how we do it now? You know what I'm saying? I just can't wait to see what is next. This, the and then it was a little pushing at the at the conference, you know, at the, at the face-off. It was a little pushing and shoving. It little, got a little intense, I guess you want to call it. But I'm just, I'm just confused. I, this happened not too long, mind you. This fight came out not too long after Black China lost her lawsuit. So she was trying to get a lawsuit from the Kardashians, and it obviously didn't work for 100 mil. So now she's trying to fight people. I don't know if it's going to work. I really hope you got them hands, Black China, because we're going to see. I don't even know when it, when the fight's supposed to happen, but we will keep you posted when they announced. Oh, June 11th. It's going to take place June 11th. So, you know, and, and it was it was going back and forth because she was trying to find somebody to fight. At one point, I heard she was going to fight Johnny Blaze. And, you know, the the other Instagram star. But uh, that didn't happen. So now she's fighting this young lady. And I think she's about to get a head whooped. So let me know who you got. Do you think, are you riding with Black China, Or you think she, you ride with me? You think Alyssa Megan about to tear that head off? Let me know. Send me a message. And that has wrapped up the second quarter. It is halftime. Man, when I come back, like I told you guys, I got a special guest that's going to join me. We're going to talk some NBA playoffs. That's what I really wanted to get to. And that's normally what we will start with. But I wanted to save it for my guests. So we're going to talk some NBA playoffs. And then I'm going to hit them with a little bit of guess who said it. And of course, that top five segment. That's next here with the go-to guys, your boy Space. You look at the game. Boston won three or four quarters. If you tell a team that they're going to win three or four quarters, you think they automatically will win the game. The Heat dominated the third. but And, and everybody at this table know this. Good players play good in the regular season, and they play good in the playoffs. Great players play great in the regular season, and they play greater in the playoffs. And Jimmy Butler is showing in this playoffs, entire playoffs, that he's on a different level than everybody that he's been in the series with. The two players who have a significant impact weren't there. It's a loss, and they have to figure something out to get that game back. But two of the players that have clear advantages a lot of nights weren't in the game. Yeah. Ernie, his point is like, yeah. you got the best, arguably the best, probably the best defensive player in the league. Jimmy Butler probably don't get 40 if Marcus is there. But I thought it really hurt them on the offensive end because the floor shrunk in the second half. Because without Horford out there, 
they could sag in. That's why Boston didn't score after halftime. Spo made a great adjustment. He said, wait, we don't have to play their big guys because Al Horford's not out there. Because he, he does, you have to put on it, you have to honor his three-point shooting. And that floor shrunk in the second half of the game. But I don't think Al gonna be there next game either. First of all. Oh. Oh. Yeah! We are back here for quarter number three. I'm your boy Space. Make sure you follow me on my social media platform at I am the real space. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. And then go follow the GoTo Guys at GoTo Guys Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, we like to welcome all of our listeners from the Underhood Podcast with Sir Jonathan Hood. Hoo, hoo. We thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all to know what it is. Like I alluded to earlier, I got my boy on the line. My brother from another mother calling in all the way. From Kentucky. He is on the line. We had him before. He's coming back. I would say to redeem himself, but he made a right prediction. I got my bro Fur on the line. Fur, how you feeling? Yeah, it's always good. Feel good. It's definitely great to be out here with you. Talk a little sports with you. You know, I tend to be right a lot of times, so. I tend to be right a lot of times. Did he just say that? All right, I give you that. And if you don't know what we're talking about, last time Fur was on the show, Fur predicted that Boston, the Celtics, was going to beat uh, who was it, Brooklyn? <laughs> Brooklyn. Dominate Brooklyn. And you said you thought it was going to go six games. You thought it was going to be six to two. And I had it going the complete opposite way. Needless to say, little did I know. Was I surprised? Yes, I was. Was I behooved? Yes, I was. I am shocked and appalled that they got blew out the gym. Four to nothing with Kevin Durant and with Kyrie Irving on the court. I'm so, you know what? I'm I'm shocked at myself, but I'm most shocked at them. It wasn't on me. It wasn't (laughs) my fault. It was all them. There's no reason they shouldn't have got at least one game. The Bulls got a game. The Bulls was able to win. Hey, one you're right game. about that. You hear me? <laughs> you're right about that. I, I thought they were going to get at least two, but Tatum said, nah, not today. At not least today. He two. said, I'm a legit superstar. Man. And I'm about to prove it right now. And on that note yeah, I of like proving it. it. Oh, and, and on that note of proving it, but no shade to the other series. No shade to Golden State and the Mavs. I mean, I believe Golden State is going to come out of there. I think Luka is, is dominant. He's he's awesome. Definitely one of the best players that's left in the playoffs. I don't think he has enough. It's just that simple. So I think it's going to yeah. go about 4-1 to one over there. What you got over there in that series? I actually got to go on six. You got to go on six. Okay. So, yeah, I think Luka's going to pull out too. Uh, you know, and he could. He could. I, I got it going being over in five. I got it. Being over in five, if they played like they played, and Wiggins was excellent on on uh, on Luca, so you know if they play the way they yeah. played before, I I don't have it going too long. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that because um, you know Luca's an excellent player, but they had a great defensive plan for Luca. They was able to do enough and keep everybody else contained. 
And then on the opposite side, you know, it was pretty much get the ball to who Luca's sticking. Keep Luca in the pick and roll. Keep Luca um, busy on the defensive end because defensively, he's very challenged. Oh, come on, exploit him. That's exactly what they <laughs> yeah. did. They exploited him because he is a li- he's a liability at times on the defensive end, and it. it he didn't have the win. He didn't have the energy to to go back at him at the on the offensive end. So I just I don't think they have enough. I got that game. You know that series ending pretty soon. Golden State is going to represent the West. But in the main event, speaking of the Celtics and the Heat, come on with it. I need to hear this because I mean you you're a Celtics man over there who I can't stand nothing Boston and you you, you <laughs> love the Celtics and they lost yep. to Jimmy Butler and he went absolutely berserk but I'm gonna let you go ahead you're the guest let me get your thoughts on this series what does Boston have to do to win this series they got to get Al Horford back oh. <laughs> they get Al Horford back. Along with uh, Marky Smart, then uh, I think that, I believe that they're going to win the series. Mm. But without Al Horford and Marky Smart, yeah, they're not winning the series. Even with Kyle Lowry being out on the other side, you know, missing Kyle Lowry, they could compensate for that. Kyle Lowry is one of the best floor generals personally in the game. That's my opinion. I agree. But they they're able to compensate for missing Kyle Lowry. But Boston trying to compensate for missing. Al Horford and Marcus Smart, yeah, they're not going to be able to. They don't have enough to compensate, especially for both of them. But I feel like just missing either or, yeah, we need both of them to beat Miami. And and so we, basically you agree with what uh, Shaq, and shout out to, I didn't say it earlier, but shout out to, that was Shaq, EJ, that was the cast over there from, uh, you know, NBA. They do the, the does the games on TNT, but that was them on the intro. But you kind of agree with what they said, that in order for Boston to have a chance, uh, the missing piece is Al Horford and Marcus Smart. Most definitely, both of them. And um, honestly, when you look at the Celtics team, Horford, he stretches the floor. He's a big body. But Smart, he's that heart. He's the one that keeps, you know, energy flowing throughout the whole team. And you need that. That's one of the best defenders in the league. And that's the defender to throw out Jimmy Butler. Mm. You know, Jimmy Butler has been, I mean, Jimmy just dominated like it was nothing first game. But with Marcus Smart, that's somebody else that could switch off with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and throw something else at Jimmy Butler. And Marcus Smart would be a more – Dominant defender on Jimmy Butler, especially in clutch situations. Mm. And yeah, you definitely need that. I mean, his defense been proven all year. And definitely need that. And then they Miami Heat they are so deep, so you really, really need that extra defender. I mean, Duncan Robinson don't even play right now, and I'm a big fan of his. And that's absolutely crazy. He he was a starter. He went from being a starter to now he doesn't even – he don't play. Like you said, Max Struess comes in, he starts, he gets the minutes. But then they come in with Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo off the bench. So it's just – they are very deep. I I agree. I Al Horford is the X factor in this series. Now he's – you have to stretch the floor with – when it comes to playing Miami. Miami plays a zone. 
That's the thing about it. They, nobody in the league plays an offensive zone like Miami. Nobody rotates. Boston has the best defense, I, I, I believe, but nobody moves, plays help side defense, is just always alert. Everybody to the ball no, with, with pace. Nobody plays the way Miami plays. And I shout out to um, shout out to Shaq and them because they hit it right on the head. Eric Spolstra, the coach, his in-game adjustment ability is just second to none. Okay, we're, we've been giving y'all too much space. We've been we've been or excuse me, we've been playing too tight on the big man because we know that Williams can't shoot the three. He's not as consistent. Daniel Tice, however, can shoot a lot better than Williams. But, you know, he's not Al Horford. You know what I'm saying? So that halftime adjustment that, hey, guys, let's back off. Let them shoot. If they think they're going to shoot, okay, let them shoot. You know, with with him making that in-game adjustment, that was just absolutely dope. So I believe he outcoached Edoka. Yeah, he's been doing it all um, playoffs long. You know, I think they pointed it out in yesterday's game how, the uh, Miami Heat's the best third quarter team. Well, that's because of their coach. <laughs> I mean, their coach is – how many um, Eastern Conference Finals has he been in since he's been in the league? And he's always winning. He's never lost the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. He's always in the finals when he makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So you already know it's a tough task for the Celtics to begin with. Um, Eric Sposal is one of the top coaches in the league, and he has proven it even after LeBron James left. Mm. And so, that's yeah. This Celtics team definitely got a tough task without Horford and Smart, but I believe we're going to wind up getting both of them back before the series started. I had us winning at six. I was accounting on Horford missing game one. I don't think anybody could plan on the health situation with him. But um, also Smart, I kind of thought that he was going to wind up playing game one, but eventually I know Smart would definitely be back. He will be back. Uh, whether it's tonight or game three, Smart will be playing. So now it's more when is Horford coming back. Mm. And, that's, and that's the question. Once again, I'm your boy Space. I got my boy Fur on the line calling in from Kentucky. Man, so if you had to get it, so you said you had it going 4-2 Boston? Yeah, that was before game one. After game one and the injuries and everything, um, if, if Celtics do get healthy, we will win in the seven, but if we don't get healthy, we're, we're going to go down to six. We're going to go down to six. And unless if Tatum could show us something that we haven't seen yet. And, and, I, and I know Tatum do have it in him. He has the capability. He's shown it with um, the second series with Milwaukee and against Kevin Durant. I even told you when me and you was talking personally on the phone that, hey, Tatum's about to outdo Kevin Durant before the mm-hmm. series starts. And, yeah, you thought I was crazy, just like most people, obviously, sure because did. Kevin Durant is arguably the best in the league. So to hear sure he's did. about to get outdoors in the playoff series, wow. But I just had I just had complete faith in Tatum and that defense as a total unit. They've been faced with adversity throughout this whole year. They're a defensive-minded team. They allow their defense to, um, you know, control the pace, to um, keep them in games even when they're not hitting shots. That was just one of the worst third quarters of the year for us. And that's it's like what I'm... we just went no, to sleep ahead. in the third quarter. We we literally was lackadaisy with the passing, um, thinking people was 
players well, clearly wasn't. So, I mean, just as a unit, being in sync with each other, they was just off rhythm and just fell completely asleep. Nobody's watching the backside, allowing lazy passes, no effort really on the offense and defense of there. So that was just a rough third quarter for us. That's all. I hear you, and and I think they said it perfectly. Uh, D-Wade might have said it. He said that Boston played a great three quarters, except for that third quarter, and that that's the quarter yeah. that that, gave, that lost it for him. I believe uh, that Miami scored 39 in that quarter, and Boston only had 14. So that's yeah, – At one point, it was like a 22-2 to two run. There's like, no way you can win like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No way you can win like that. But I got to go back to something real quick. You said Jason Tatum is the – you know, unless he could come, you know, you said Boston uh, will win if the guys come back, but if they don't, they're going to lose unless Tatum can show us something that he hasn't shown. Speaking of that, exactly. point, Tatum shot 10 for 21. I'm okay with that. He shot two for nine from behind the arc. I'm okay with that. Here's what I'm not okay with. He had seven turnovers. His plus minus was minus eight. There is no reason why Jason Tatum, your plus minus is, you know, minus eight. You're always plus on the court. You know, you've always provided a lift for your team. And you just had an off game. Seven turnovers. I mean, the next person on your team had two. You know, you had a lot of turnovers. 16 turnovers, that's a lot. But to have seven and to be the the leader. And you said that you satisfied with um, his what was his sack? No, I'm not satisfied, but I said I can take that. You just had an off shooting day. I can take right. 10 of 21. I can take two for nine because you still lost the game by 11 points. You know, there was, you know, if other people mm-hmm. make a few more shots and things like that, if a few more things go your way, you still win. So it wasn't like you were completely out the game. I could take a bad shooting night. What I can't take is yeah, seven turnovers. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. It's a, it's a hit or miss league. At times you are going to miss. And you know that's that's a, a that's acceptable, but you constantly turning over the ball. That's just not being focused. That's complete lack of days in our offense. But you know, honestly, I wasn't overall satisfied at like the, his complete second half performance. I mean, he had like twenty one points in the first half, and you finish out with what twenty nine points. Yeah. So you score less than double digits in the second half. Yeah. You cannot be the superstar that you have been showing that you've been throughout these playoffs and you get shut down like that in the second half. You know, if the rest of your team is even missing, they everybody else to get shut down and miss. But there's you can't. When <laughs> when those times come, that's where you have to get to the line. That's where you have to force it um to the inside. And that's when you sometimes you just gonna have to take the more contested shot. And whether you hit, miss, live with it. Like, but you got to be more aggressive. You I didn't. agree. I agree one hundred and ten percent. And glad you said that. Is you're absolutely correct for your leader for the person that is uh, right now the energy, especially without Marcus Smart, and he had to kind of run point guard. I, you can't do that now that some of that turnovers can that's be another great point you know some of that can be to the fact that he's not a point guard and he had to run point so that you know you can contribute some of that to that but you know i still as the leader i can't take seven more turnovers i can't do that last thing real quick before we end this segment who do you got winning tonight's game Game is in got Miami the Celtics again. Pulling. i got the Celtics pulling it out we're not gonna go down 2-0 to the heat 
Go even it up one way or another. Okay, and what you got to score? We'll go 111 to 105. All right, close game, close game, 111-105. Yeah. Fur got Boston pulling out tonight. I'm going to go the other way. I think Miami is rolling at home. I, 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 You're right, I don't see Boston losing 2-2 two two until Jimmy just went nuts. And I believe Jimmy is going to go nuts again. So I got Boston pulling out. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I got it going 120, 125-118, to 118-119. So real close but, yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring game. And, yep, that's what we got. That's our prediction. Once again, send me a message. Let me know who you got pulling out tonight's game. Who you got in a series? You got Boston? You riding with fur over there? Or do you go, are you going with the heat? You riding with your boy's face. Come on, man. Let me know who you got. And that wraps up the third quarter. When we come back, we're going to play a game. Guess who said it? And, of course, that top five. That's next here on the boys' go-to guys. Facts. You know what time it is. If you know the name, play the game. It's time to test your knowledge. It's time to guess who said it. With your guest host. It's your girl, Miss Joe. Here on the go-to guys. Oh, oh. Yo, it's your boy Space. <laughs> I gotta change that. But make sure you follow me on my social media platform at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. And also go follow the go to guys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Go to Guys Radio. And as always, we like to welcome all of our listeners from the Underhood Podcast with Sir Jonathan Hood. We thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all already know what it is. I still got. My boy Fur on the line. Fur, we didn't tell the people earlier, but where can they follow you on your social media platform? Yeah, I can be followed on Facebook, Chris Hilliard, or TikTok at um, Chris Hill0789. Facts. You heard it. Go follow my boy over there, man. I got to get me a TikTok. I still don't know how to use it, but I got to get me one because everybody got one. So I got to eventually go ahead and just get one. Uh, It's about time. You know what I'm saying? It's about time. All right. You know what time it is. It's time to guess who said it. First, I got a good one for you, man. I I dug deep and I I went into the bag of tricks and I've remembered... This little incident happened, so I couldn't I couldn't go without giving it to you. I'm sorry. I had to give it to you. I hope you are ready. Are you ready, Fur? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's go. So guess who said it? This person said, you can't fight. You can't throw no punches. You don't have no muscles. You've never been in physical contact in your life like sports. And you're going to stand here and tell me about my legs and football? Well, I'm getting sick and tired of it. And I'm going to show the world there really ain't nothing to you. You want me to repeat it? Yeah. Guess who said it? You can't fight. You can't throw no punches. You don't have no muscles. You've never been in physical contact in your life like sports. And you're going to stand here and tell me about my legs and football? Well, I'm getting sick and tired of all of it. 
and I'm going to show you and the world, I'm going to show the world, there really ain't nothing to you. Guess who said it? Here are your choices. Was it sweetness? Was it sweetness? Walter Payton. Was it smoking Joe? Smoking Joe Frazier. Was it the greatest? Muhammad Ali. Was it, oh, this man's a bad man. OJ Simpson. What a great running backs. And also to close it out, was it the pretty boy? Money Mayweather himself. Floyd Mayweather. Who said, you can't fight. You can't throw yeah. no punches. You don't have no muscles. You've never had a physical contact in your life like sports. And you're going to stand here and tell me about my legs and football? Well, I'm getting sick and tired of it. And I'm going to show you, show the world that ain't nothing to you. Who was it? Walter Payton, Joe Fraser, Ali, OJ, or Floyd? Ooh, I want to say Ali. I don't remember him saying that. Um... How about we say Floyd? You going with pretty boy Floyd? Yeah. You going with the money team? Is that your final answer team. for TMT. TMT. Let's get it. All right. Let's see who said it. You can't fight. You can't throw no punches. You don't have no muscles. You've never had a physical contact with nothing in your life like sports. And you're going to stand up here and tell me about my legs and about football. You're going to know about everything. Well, I'm getting sick and tired of it. And I'm going to show the world there really ain't nothing to you. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. <laughs> you should have went with your first... Mine, fur. You well, had it. The great trash talker, Ali. You don't have no muscles. You've never had a physical contact yes. with nothing in your life like sports. And you're going to stand up here and tell me about my legs and about football. You're going to know about everything. Well, I'm getting sick and tired of it. And I'm going to show the world <laughs> there really ain't nothing to you. I love this response, though. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. <laughs> yeah, I said a little my first instinct. I just can't remember him saying that. <laughs> oh man! Oh, good try first. You was close. If you'd have went with your first mind, you had it. But you, it's okay. Value effort there, man. I'm still gonna give it up for you, man. Give it up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You was right there. I guess I give you a a C. <laughs> a for effort. Straight up, straight up. That's going to do it for that segment. Guess who said it? It's time right now. Well, before I get there, I'm your boy Space. I got my boy Fur on the line. We just wrapped up. Guess who said it? Now it's time for that epic, awesome top five. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Let's go to my top five. This is the go-to guys. Top five of the week. Five of the week. This one is. This one was inspired by the, the the craziness that's about to go down soon. I believe that was June 11th with the celebrity boxing match between Black China and Alyssa Megan. Yes, that was June 11th. So this one is inspired over that fight. What? Let me do it. Let me say it this way. 
what would be your top five celebrity fights you would want to see? So your top five celebrity. Hey, man, y'all been beefing a lot. Y'all just need to go ahead and fight. You know what I'm saying? Who makes right. your so top, top five, five list? And they got to be living. Got to be current. They got to be able to fight right now. Okay. What fights okay. do you want to see? Y'all send me a message. I got to know. I, I want to hear this. I want to know who you want to fight. Uh, but let's start with you, Fur. Who you got? All right. So my top five are celebrity fights that they just might as well get it over with. Uh, one, MGK and Eminem. <laughs> I feel like them sushis go ahead and get in the ring and settle their dispute that way. Oh, I love man. It. How did I forget that one? I like that one. Uh, man, that's okay. I can't believe I forgot that one. All right. Okay. Another one I have is Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Because mm. not too long ago, Cardi B just threw that shoe at Nicki. And you know, it's one thing to throw a cup at me, a cup of water or something, but you throwing a shoe at me? Fight yeah, we got to step in the ring. <laughs> we got to step in the ring over that one. Straight up. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, another one, Will Smith and one of the Rock brothers. Uh. I, I don't want to disrespect Chris Rock. Chris Rock really don't seem like the, <laughs> the uh, real... Yeah, fighting tight, but he got a lot of brothers. Yeah, straight up. And Will went up there, just slapped one of the ones that really ain't going to respond. I like you, see you slap one of his brothers. Come on. Okay, <laughs> I like that one. I like that. Now we getting it. We getting to it. Let's go. And another one will be the Jokic and the Morrison twin. Come on. Morris twin. <laughs> yeah, I love to see. Now, you can't have both older brothers fighting with um, – it's the youngest brother. No, you got to pick a brother. All right? Nicole, <laughs> you get to pick one brother against the Morris Twins. And y'all y'all go ahead and duke it out. No, we, we ain't say no it. handicap match. You, it ain't 302. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, none of that. You already got one that do MMA. So Straight up. You want to pick him, pick him. But you can't have both. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Love it. Come on. And come my on. number one of all time is definitely 50 Cent and Ja Rule. Oh. I love to see that fight right there. That beef been growing since fifty first came into the game. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, like get to the ring, man. What you say? I love to see that. What'd you, you love to see that? Yeah, I love to see that. Man. <laughs> yeah, I like. <laughs> I like that list, man. What up? That's shout out to Fur for that dope list, man. You got some classics on there, I, man. You got a couple I didn't even think about, man. I, I, I feel a little mad, mad with myself, but good job there, Fur. You made me think about some things. I'm gonna go with my top five. And okay, might as well okay. get it in no particular order, but I'm going with the goat and Pippin. Y'all got something going on ever since Pippin came out with this book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And y'all, y'all always got ever something. Ever since the last dance you came hear out. Me? Ever since the last dance, and then Pippin came out with the book, and now y'all y'all don't even talk to each other. Am, am Mike going to be there? Well, I ain't going to be there. You know what I'm saying? But, right. Man, y'all might as well go ahead and fight. <laughs> so, and then the it. Who is better? You you keep trying to say he was better, Pippin. Okay, fight. That'll let me know. <laughs> go ahead. Y'all need to make it happen. Kanye yeah, like and that. Pete Davidson. What is okay. going on? This man got, if I'm Kanye, Pete, you got my kids' names tattooed on you? On you? Yeah. Oh, them is fighting yeah. words. Them is fighting <laughs> words. You hear me? 
<laughs> just, yeah, I definitely feel that. Oh, we got to fight man. Let's go ahead. Ring and talk to me. Let's go. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Facts. Uh, here's one. They had a nice beef in, in golf. So I would have replaced this one. But the beef kind of still was brewing. But Brooks Kopecky and Bryson DeChambers. That, you know, the boxing beef, yeah. I mean, the golf beef was, it was it was cool when it was happening. It made golf interesting. You know what I'm saying? Tiger then came back, so uh-huh. now we done forgot about it and everything. Tiger right. taking all the news, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that beef was interesting. It made golf cool again, so I would have loved to see two golfers. And uh, and y'all can't even wear Speedos and none of, I want you in your golf suits. <laughs> with the collar shirts, <laughs> with, the, with the khaki shorts, you know, and the shoes. I want y'all to fight just the like that. In the ring. You hear me? The price is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Man, so I would have loved uh, to see that one. Uh, Stephen A and Max Kellerman. Oh. Okay. Oh, man. Y'all yeah, was, I like that one. Man, y'all was going at it. Y'all, that, to the point y'all had to get Max off the show. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I would love to see y'all square up and say, you know what? Let's go. Put the gloves on and let's get it in. I don't know. I'm riding with Stephen A. I'm riding with Max on that one. I can't even lie. Max the boxer. You riding with the big Max? What? I'm he is the boxing Max. expert. You know what I'm he saying? He is the boxing expert. You right about that. <laughs> Straight up. So, I'm riding with Max with that one, man. But i love to see that one. And to wrap things up, Sir Charles... And Shaq, go ahead Ooh. and get him in. Go ahead and get it over with. Oh, my goodness. Y'all always it's beefing been over the show. The NBA. What? Your sister NBA. Uh, Charles threw that ball at your head, Shaq. Remember that? Remember? <laughs> he hit you the head with the ball. <laughs> Y'all might as well go ahead and square up. I don't care if you let Ernie ref, let Kenny ref, but go ahead and square up and get him in. It's about time. Y'all fight. Just, Two bullies fight each other. You hear me? Straight up. That, those are the ones I would love to see. So that wraps up our top five segment. Once again, send me a message. Let me know what top five celebrity fights. You just say, y'all need to go ahead and get it over with and fight right now. So let me know what would make your list. And yeah, we out of time, man. On that note, first, man, it's been a pleasure having you. I'm glad you came back on the show. We're going to have to have you back after, you know, boss to take these L's. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to have to have you here. back, you know. Uh, last thing, man, if you got to lead the people with something, go ahead. Give them something. Well, first off, I want to give out of the guy to be on the show with you right now. I want to send a shout out to my wife, my son. And, yeah, I can't wait to be back right here after the Celtics pull out this miracle win with Miami. Oh, man, you heard it here, man. Always give praises to God first, man. We appreciate and we thank the Lord for giving us this platform and just allowing us to do this. And, man, that's dope. Shout out to my sis and them out there. Tell them I love them. And, man, on this note, once again, I appreciate you, first. But we out of here. So, appreciate peace. Y'all.